Thank you for listening to the Shock Fantasy Podcast. Shock Fantasy is your home for the busy players' fantasy information. At Shock Fantasy, we provide quick-hitting charts, graphics, and dashboards to help you win in season-long, in best ball, in DFS, and in Dynasty Leagues. I'm Matt Harrison, longtime co-host of the longest-running fantasy football show in the history of the world, Fantasy Football Weekly. Shock Fantasy is what I use to prep for my deep dives into the matchups on Fantasy Football Weekly, and you can have all the access to the same data that helps me win. If you're not already a member of Shock Fantasy, use the promo code POTATO, that's P-O-T-A-T-O, to get your Shock Fantasy season-long, year-long pass for only $25. That's only 6.9 cents per day. Remember to use the promo code POTATO at checkout at shockfantasy.com. That's shockfantasy.com, promo code POTATO. Now, on with the podcast. Now, first off, how would we describe shock? (laughs) Welcome to the fantasy. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Man, you are one pathetic loser. Ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. I was desiring to tell you the truth that the sum of the parts is the base of the root. Hello, people. Welcome to the Shock Fantasy Podcast. This is Matt Harrison at Explosive Output. Uh, don't have the, the super high energy today. Still working on uh, recovering from the COVID 19, but I thought I would join you today as uh, I'm feeling up for it just enough to get a uh, waiver wire podcast going for the day. Uh, for those of you wondering, uh, COVID sucks. Uh, my symptoms have been uh, uh, pretty much uh, a fever, not a lot of energy, uh, a lot of body aches and headaches, and a little bit of a cough. If you hear me coughing a little bit during the podcast, you know, I'll try to edit out most of that, but. Uh, I'm starting to come back a little bit. Uh, it's just tough to keep uh, keep the energy up right now. So uh, here we go. Let's talk about some waiver wire additions for week 12. Uh, the podcast will kind of be shifting a little bit in the uh, next couple of weeks because uh, really it's no longer a waiver wire kind of a setup. It's who do you grab for each week to kind of plug and play. So it's more of a take a chance on me kind of a podcast coming up after this week as we only have five weeks left in the season. So here we go. Let's start with the quarterback. Derek Carr, 48% has more touchdown passes than Breeze, Stafford, Matty Ice, Jared Goff, L. Jax, and Joe Burrow. Has more passing yards than Tannehill, Wentz, Breeze, and L. Jax. Only has three interceptions on the season, by the way. Only Patrick Mahomes has fewer interceptions in 10 games started. Plus his eyeliner make it, makes him look ultra scary. He's definitely a guy who should be on rosters and started in many weeks, especially the next two weeks against the Falcons and the Jets. Uh, Then he gets the Chargers in Week 15, and that's a pretty good consideration to put him in your lineup there as well. If you need help at quarterback over those couple of weeks, I think you can get him with about a 6% blind bid. Uh, Second guy I want to mention is Baker Mayfield. This is a little bit of a narrative pickup. Uh, Baker's had three games in the last four weeks where he's done absolutely nothing. Uh, and, and one of those four weeks was a bye. Uh, two games out of those three, 
There were winds over 30 miles an hour sustained. And one last week was basically in a downpour. So prior to that, he threw five touchdown passes against Cincinnati. And this week he gets Jacksonville, a similarly bad uh, pass defense, followed by Tennessee in a matchup with the Jets in Week 16. Those are excellent matchups, and people are going to be completely sleeping on Baker Mayfield right now. Um, he could be a big-time helper in three of those five weeks. It won't cost you anything to get him, though, only about 2%. He's about 22% owned right now, so he's out there. Uh, next guy, Gardner Minshew at 12% owned. Uh, the Jaguars are looking to go Luton free as Minshew should be able to get back in the lineup this week. This week against Cleveland, you should be feeling pretty good. Cleveland's pretty bad against the pass. And then they get Tennessee in week 14. That should be a nice matchup as well. Uh, Minshew had 339-3 and three against the Titans earlier in the year, and it's only going to cost you 1% to pick him up. Last quarterback I want to mention is Ryan Finley. Uh, he's the likely replacement for Joe Burrow for the rest of the year, but the matchups aren't favorable for the Bengals. And you don't really know if you can trust Finley at all, so no bid there. Running back. Uh, Gus Edwards is 14% owned in ESPN leagues right now. Uh, Mark Ingram and J.K. Dobbins were both placed on the COVID list on Monday for the Ravens, and they play the Steelers on Thursday night, Thanksgiving uh, evening there. So Gus is probably a bell cow in that game, along with a little bit of Justice Hill. Problem is he's going against the Steelers, who are number three against running backs on the year. So it's probably a one-week fill-in at most, and he's going to be, you know, a a mid to low 20s ranked running back. So check your starters if you need a starter this week. Everybody's playing, so there's no bye weeks here. Uh, I don't imagine that you would need him. If you need him to block an opponent from getting him, uh, I guess you could do that. Uh, I think it's going to take about 12% to get him because I think people are onto this, but I think it's kind of a wasted bid unless you're trying for a block and that's your only play. James White is 34% owned. Rex Burkhead got hurt last week. He's doubtful this week, which brought James White back into the fold as the receiving back. 11 touches last week, including 6 for 64 through the air. The matchup against the Cardinals isn't particularly great this week, but if this does linger, the Chargers are the matchup next week, and they've allowed the eighth most receptions to the running back position, and it should only cost you about 3% to get James White, who's... Owned in only about a third of leagues right now, so you can pick him up. Uh, Frank Gore is a guy. Yeah, you know him. Uh, LaMichael Perrine is hurt, and he's going to miss a couple weeks. So Gore, um, yeah, you could pick him up. Dolphins this week, another revenge game. Raiders next week, both good matchups, but nobody really wants to start Frank Gore. Uh, 3% if you're desperate for a running back, but... I look at Frank Gore the way I look at Gus Edwards this week. Frank Gore's got a great matchup. Gus Edwards has a terrible matchup. They both should get bell cow usage, though. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a little bit of a mess. Uh, a guy I'm a little more interested in is Devontae Booker. Didn't get a lot of work against Kansas City the other night, but uh, has seen a lot of work in the previous games and looked really good while doing it. Atlanta and the Jets in the next two weeks should provide some garbage time in a good way for the Raiders as they look like a possible playoff team, they might want to get some miles off Josh Jacobs in the next two weeks. And it won't cost you more than 3% to get him, and I think that he's going to be a guy that I would imagine Charch will probably use him as a take-a-chance-on-me runner in one of the next two weeks. All right, let's go to the wide receiver position. Here we go. Wide receiver. That's how you do it. There's the button. Uh, Michael Pittman is 41% owned, and he's now the top wide receiver in Indy, and I don't think it's particularly close. 
There's some nice matchups coming up too. Tennessee this week, then Houston in two of the next three. Uh, he had over 100 yards two weeks ago, 66 in a score last week with Jair Alexander mixing some coverage in on him. So he's worth it. Let's put down 11% on Pittman. I think those three matchups should uh, could help get you over the top in some leagues. Jalen Rager is 34% owned. He's averaging six targets per week since returning from the injury. Uh, there's a reason to pick him up, though, and it's a couple of big circles on the schedule. One is this week against the Seahawks, and the other is your fantasy championship against Dallas. Uh, we hope Wentz can get his stuff together. Uh, maybe it's Jalen Hurts at some point very soon, but a 4% blind bid recommendation on Jalen Reger. Uh, Tim Patrick, uh, double-digit PPR points in six of the last seven games. So that's kind of real, at least for the remainder of this year until Cortland Sutton comes back. Uh, the schedule absolutely sucks, though, for wide receivers. Of the five remaining opponents, four of them are top 10 against wide receivers. So I'm not going to place a bid, although he should be owned in some leagues. Nelson Aguilar is 15% owned, plays for the Raiders, not the Eagles anymore. Aguilar has distinguished himself as Carr's favorite wide receiver with touchdowns in five of his last seven and nine targets last week against Kansas City. If you need a guy to help propel you to the playoffs, Aguilar could be it with Atlanta and the Jets in the next two weeks. Uh, I think that those matchups uh, lend themselves to be uh, pretty big opportunities for Aguilar here. After that, the schedule gets tough with Indy, the Chargers, and Miami after that. Uh, 5% if you need a guy for the next two weeks to help maybe propel you into the playoffs. Uh, two more guys to mention in the wide receivers. Denzel Mims is only 6% owned, averaging over 19 yards per catch over the last two weeks, thanks in part to Jolo Flacco launching the ball up. Uh, Sam Darnold's shoulder's still not ready to take hits, so we likely see Flacco for at least one more week. He gets Miami this week and Vegas next week. Those are middle of the pack, but Seattle in week 14 is a pretty amazing matchup. Uh, and he might be... Uh, if, if you're limping into the playoffs and you, you need to beat uh, one of the top seeds or something like that in week 14, it might be kind of a YOLO play to get Denzel Mims in there. 2% will probably get you on his roster, but uh, I kind of like Mims uh, as, as, a, as a weird dart throw there for week 14. Demir Bird, 1% owned right now. You'll be chasing last week's stats if you blindly start Bird. His seven targets, six catches, 132 yards and a score last week against Houston. Should not be completely ignored, as he did have nine targets uh, two games before that. He did not see a pass in the Baltimore game sandwiched in between, though, so that's pretty uneven. And the schedule's frightening after a decent matchup with Arizona this week. It's all bad the rest of the way. So if you need a one-week fill-in for this week, that's fine. You can pick him up. It'll only probably cost you 1%. Finally, tight end. We got two tight ends that I think that you can pick up and you can start. Uh, both only owned... Uh, not not well. Both very underowned, uh, and a lot of people probably replacing Taysom Hill in their tight end spot this week. Uh, you could replace him with Dalton Schultz, who's 34% owned. Uh, Schultz is averaging seven targets per game over his last three. Had the game-winning score against the Vikings on Sunday. The playoffs starts, or the playoff schedule starts in three weeks, and it's really good for him. Cincy in week 14 and Philly in week 16 are both bottom five against the tight end. Four percent will probably get you Dalton Schultz on your on your team in blind bidding. So I think that uh, he's worth a pickup. Finally, the last guy I'll mention is a favorite of mine, Jordan Akins, who's only 3% owned right now. Akins missed a big chunk of time after being concussed earlier in the season. 
Prior to that, he really passed the eye test, though. It seems now through through his third game back, he's really regained that form. Six targets, five catches for 83 yards and a score last week against New England. Coming up on the schedule, Detroit on Thanksgiving is very favorable. Then Indy, Chicago, and Indy, which sounds harder than it is. Indy is currently number two against the tight end this season, but they gave him a tight end score to Robert Tunyon last week, and the tight ends have seen nine or more targets in each of the last four games against Indy, so that's not terrible. It's only going to cost you about 2% blind bid to get Jordan Aikens on your team. That's it. Uh, We're going to see if I can get uh, some info on the Thursday night or the Thursday all-day games available, but I did want to mention that uh, on the site right now on shockfantasy.com, we do have the Thanksgiving prop bet game. If you're a member of Shock Fantasy, it's available for free for you uh, on the site uh, just as an article. If you're not a member, go to the shop on Shock Fantasy and you can purchase it for only $7. So uh, I think it'll be a fun little game for you to play with your family. Six questions on each of the three uh, games on Thanksgiving uh, won't require you to watch like a hawk the entire day either. So it should be something that's fun and easy to do. All right, that's it. Uh, at Explosive Output on Twitter. Thank you guys for all the support. Uh, not only over the last week, but over the entire season. I really appreciated it. And uh, we'll talk to you soon on the next Shock Fantasy Podcast.